Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive, y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Janelle King joining me. Janelle, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. So Janelle is a life and leadership coach, and she is an industrial organizational consultant. And so for a lot of our viewers who may not have ever heard of what those titles mean, can you please explain what your organization does and what your typical day looks like? Yes, absolutely. So I'm an industrial organizational psychologist, and I know a lot of people are like, IO, industrial, organizational, what is that? (laughs) Sounds very techy but it's not. Mm-hmm. So IO psychologists, we study the behavior within organizations and how to improve workplace behavior and organizational effectiveness. So a very human behavior centric role that I have in terms of researching, assessing, and getting to the root of what's happening, the deep roots of what's happening within an organization. And so I work with organizations, Mm -hmm. teams, and professionals to create meaningful company cultures and employee experiences. Basically making it so that people actually want to show up to work and do work that matters and feel like they're supported in the process and that the organization also Mm -hmm. has the right structure and the culture for the employees to engage and excel in meaningful work as well. And so I got started into that actually from life and leadership coaching with the women. When I had mm-hmm. graduated from college, I had went on a pur- purpose discovery process for myself where I wanted to find out what a meaningful career would look like for me. And I graduated from mm-hmm. Howard University and a lot of people graduated from Howard University. They're very successful, right? And so just wanting to, mm-hmm. you know, have in mind, okay, like I see people going off in their they're doing these amazing careers. And then I was seeing like a lot of my parents, friends, and, you know, older people who were in positions where they did not feel connected to their work. They were just simply there to collect a paycheck. And I didn't want that for myself. I wanted, I didn't want to wake up toward the end of my life, realizing that I wasted it pursuing just, you know, the other, like other people's expectations of me, you know, because we're taught, go to school, get the degree, get the job. And you know, hope it works out. And for some of us, it doesn't always end up that way. And so I went through that process of discovering what my own purpose was and what that looks like in terms of channeling it into a meaningful career. And from that process, I ended up discovering a lot of my purpose is reimagining and redesigning the way that organizations and people do life and work through the power of purpose. And so right now I'm pursuing that with Excel leadership, which is an industrial organizational consulting firm, and also working with professionals Mm -hmm. and executives and their leadership to 
grow within their purpose and calling and how to figure out how to make that a meaningful atmosphere where they can utilize their strengths and values in the workplace. Wow. Sounds like you do a lot of that important groundwork that, you know, maybe isn't codified in text, but definitely goes a long way in retaining, attracting, and, you know, helping employees feel like they're valued and like they matter in an organization. Yes, absolutely. What is your typical, like, client like? And do you have a specific type of clients that you tend to like to work with? Or are, are your services available to any and everyone? That's a great question. So I work with small to medium sized businesses who are in a position where they might be experiencing high turnover or absenteeism. And they're really wanting to get to the root of that. They might have noticed that their employees are a little disengaged or that engagement is lacking there and wanting to find ways to not only to retain them, but to to engage them as well in the process. And so organizations that fit the bill for that, that irrespective to industry, mostly I've been working with organizations within the tech, retail, and professional service space, but really any organization that is in a position that wants to, I said go from the mundane to meaningful, right? Because we go from like a nine to five and, you know, we clock in and clock out. And so it can become very routine in nature where sometimes like, you know, we're just focused on the goal. We're just focused on the profit that we forget that, you know, we spend most of our time at work, right? And so why not make it a place where, you know, we actually want to show up to do the work and that we find that the work that we're doing actually matters to us, but also is contributing to the organization's mission, vision, and strategic goals at large. Very intentional. I'm picking up. Yes. (laughs) And so with the idea of the Excel leadership and the Life Designer University, are those organizations that you created or are those just organizations that you're a part of and that your organization runs through? And that's a great question. So they're both my organizations. So Life Designer University is where I first got started with life and leadership coaching. And so over the last year or so, moving into the IO psychology space, I wanted to make sure that I had provided or had an entity that really specifically focused on organizations. Life Designer University is more geared toward toward women and helping them to uncover their purpose and design a life and career that they love. And Excel Leadership is solely focused on really creating those company cultures and employee experiences, or creating an environment where everyone can thrive and purpose and excel and engage in meaningful work. God, it sounds great. And so in what ways has the pandemic made you adjust your organization? I, I noticed on your website that you do offer virtual work solutions. And so is that a new thing that you had to adjust and develop, or did you already offer that before? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So so with the work that I, I do, I've always been within the online space. And that's just because of my roots in coaching and, you know, coming out as an online business coach. And so it was already a natural progression for me to be able to offer that once the pandemic hit. And the mm-hmm. thing is, with the with what we're seeing right now in the workplace in terms of virtual or hybrid solutions, those, those were already trends that were in place that were happening before the pandemic, but the pandemic just accelerated that, right? And so I know that a lot of organizations, some of them 
are, you know, running based on that antiquated business approach where, you know, it is the typical nine to five. You come into the office, you do your work. But that's, that doesn't necessarily mean that because somebody is there physically present, right, that they're engaged and that they're actually working or they're being productive. And so now that we are moving more into this hybrid space where, and then the pandemic has also made it possible for people to explore different types of work and have more autonomy. And, you know, now that we're re-entering into the workforce, it's important to consider that for employees who might have situations where they do need to be home more or, or in a virtual setting, or even so they just have that preference and so how to accommodate that. And so, yes, I offer the virtual work solutions for figuring out how to set up your organization to still be successful and productive and, and do the work that matters. Very good. And so I know you mentioned that you organizations have used your service, your services to kind of help mold that company culture, help make employees feel valued, appreciated, and seen. And so do you have any success story that's success stories that you'd like to share with us about maybe some organizations that maybe were not completely on board when they first started with you. And then by the end, they were like, wow, this was a great investment. I'm so happy that, you know, we made this change and put our employees first. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Yes. I was working with this one tech tech company, excuse me. And with that process, the CEO, he was in a position where he was hesitant to explore, you know, what purpose-driven work looks like because, you know, purpose can be a very abstract and fluffy concept mm-hmm. to some people. Like, okay, we understand we all, you know, we all have a purpose, the organization has a purpose, but what does it look like to actually operationalize that? And there's research out there that says 65% of employees have absolutely no idea what their their organization or the company's purpose is. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, that's just a lot because, you know, we have the website, we have the marketing materials where the mission stated is, or the mission statement is stated. But when it comes to actually understanding how employees perceive the organization, there is a disconnect, right? And so it was a process because, again, a lot of times organizations are, used to doing things in one way, right? And I find that not just even by, you know, sharing the research, because the research is obviously something that is, you know, there's empirical evidence there, right? So we know that there is truth there, there's validity there, but also seeing really understanding the employees' attitudes and perceptions and how they're experiencing the organization. It was by doing those assessments and doing that research within the organization to present that. That's where the buy-in happens. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, you know, we, we organizations, they, they create their policies, they create their plans, and it's something where they just hand it off and say, here's what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I find that by incorporating those perceptions, it becomes a co-collaborative process because your employees are your, your, your first customers, right? You have to get them to buy in in order to show up and to do the work, right? Mm-hmm. And so from that experience and, and going in and showing, showing them, presenting the data and showing how their employees were experiencing the organization with their, their employees thought of their purpose, that, that really presented a aha moment 
uh, where we had the opportunity to actually go back to the drawing board and redo their mission and their values and their purpose to align with what their strategic vision is, but mm-hmm. also to get the, the employees to rally around that as well and recast the vision there and to get them to be actually excited about the work. And so there was opportunity to do that from an organizational standpoint, but also mm-hmm. individually too, and making sure that the employee's purpose and the organization's purpose were aligned and that there was an organizational fit there. Got it. And so I want to kind of switch gears for just a second. I know that you are part of the Gwinnett Young Professionals Organization, and I know you recently spoke at a leadership lab. Can you just briefly talk about how that experience was for you and what important things that you shared? Yeah, absolutely. So Gwinnett Young Professionals is an initiative of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce where we are really making sure that we're creating events, we're creating connections, opportunities for young professionals to grow and get connected within the community and get, get also equipped with the resources that they need to develop and grow in their career. And so we hosted a leadership lab that I had the wonderful opportunity to facilitate where we did a workshop on making work matter. And a lot of that was about kind of what we discussed today, but from the employee side, because right now, what our country is experiencing is what's called the Great Resignation. And so between April and June of this year, 11.5 million Americans have quit their jobs or they resigned. And so with that, you know, happening right now, and also, you know, it's September, everybody's getting back from, you know, summer break, the year is wrapping up they're already in a reflective mode as they're preparing for the next year, right? Mm -hmm. They're thinking about their resolutions. They're thinking about their goals. They're thinking about the next steps in their career. And for a lot of people, they're in the position right now where if they have not quit, they're considering their their new opportunities. And so we discussed that in light of what's going on right now, but also, you know, how how can we set ourselves up so that we can find and, and be a part of work that matters and you know, if we're not in the place where we're actually looking or actively searching for opportunities, how can we find meaning and purpose where we currently are? And so mm-hmm. I led them through a job crafting or spoke about job crafting and, and led them through an exercise related to, you know, understanding purpose, understanding your strengths and values, and how you can craft your role to find more meaning, to have more resilience there, and also to be able to make sure that you can take your job task, because, you know, with with, with your roles and responsibilities, those aren't things that can always change. But what you can change is your attitude and your perception of your role. And so that is what is known as cognitive crafting. There's also task crafting where you're looking at your tasks and you're you're, you're asking yourself, okay, what, what are the tasks that, you know, give me energy? And what are the tasks that actually drain me? And is there any opportunity for me to realign or reshift my tasks so I can spend more time in the places that give me energy? And then lastly, relational crafting is simply how you can craft more meaning to your role by focusing on cultivating the relationships within the workplace. And so that can be with your colleagues, with your manager, finding mentorship, you know, becoming more social, but it's about, you know, just finding opportunities for you to craft more meaning and fulfillment and significance in your role. So that's what the workshop essentially was. 
I bet that was an amazing workshop for those people who attended. It seems like you shared a lot of valuable information, especially like you said, all those people who are thinking, you know, what's going to be next in my journey. Yeah, absolutely. And so is there anything else you would like to share with our audience today? And how can someone get in contact with you to utilize your services? Yeah, absolutely. So I can be followed on LinkedIn at Janelle A. King. But if anyone is in the position where they themselves personally or the organization is wanting to engage and excel in meaningful work and find out what that looks like for them, they can go to excelleadership.co. And I do offer free consultations. And so you'll just simply fill out a form, just kind of sharing with me, you know, what's going on. And then within the session, we can identify what is and what isn't working and come up with a plan on how to move forward for you to engage in excel and meaningful work. Perfect. So we'll make sure to leave links in our description box so that anyone who's interested have those resources right there at their hands. Well, I think this wraps up yet another episode of Thrive, y'all. Janelle, I want to thank you again for your time and for sharing all of your wonderful resources with our viewers. Like I said before, we're going to make sure to put links in our description box below. And for everyone else, we'll see you on our next episode. Have a great day. Thank you.